War in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401 439-6028 439-6028 Yankee Tree Service YankeeTreeService.com What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming Experts based right in Lincoln Tree removal since 2006 and also 24-7 emergency service available. Call Yankee Tree Service today 439-6028 439-6028 Whether it's tree removal stump grinding, tree pruning emergency service bucket truck at service and bobcat service since 2006 they've been performing tree removal service on top of that nothing stumps yankee tree service they provide stump grinding enjoy your landscape without the eyesore as far as pruning well let them get up there oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down at yankee tree service their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best the treatment plan for your tree and maybe it's an emergency service did something come down call them today 439-6028 439-6028 if they have to they get right up there in the bucket yankee tree service since 2006 tree trimming experts give them a call 439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com you're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11, we go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. So, Monday, October 24th. And let's look at the calendar. Early voting is underway with the election. <clears throat> Early voting is underway. This week, there are debates for lieutenant governor position. And that is a race. From what I understand, they pulled the lieutenant governor out of debate she was supposed to have last week. I'm hearing there's going to be a Channel 10 debate. Uh, I am hearing that that's going to happen, I think, at the end of the week. And this is important because we what do we really know about Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos? Uh, here's what we know about her. She's the most progressive person ever to hold office. Uh, extremely bordering on socialism. When she was head of the city council in Providence 2020, did nothing to stop the protest, stop the destruction. When I say stop the protest, I'm talking about the violent. Well, not, those weren't protests. Those were riots. She supported defunding the police. She's an extreme progressive. And they've kept her hidden for a reason. She's trying to sneak across the finish line. I have a feeling if people truly see her interacting, attempting to debate, it's going to change a lot of minds. But looking at the calendar, now this week there are no uh, debates as far as for governor. Next week there are two scheduled. Now this is a big week with the campaigns because it's a still full week to go. Next week, a week from today, is Halloween. Then you're into the final week of the campaign. And election day is the 8th. So looking at the calendar, there's two weekends left. And there's two a good two full weeks left. Election day is two weeks from tomorrow. A week from tomorrow is November 1st. And then the election is November 8th. Now, what you're seeing across the country is the Democrat Party is collapsing. The Democrat Party is absolutely collapsing. And I think what's really also interesting, the Democrats are in full panic. Seth Magazina at this point is just making things up about Alan Fung. And Fung still has the lead. Fung, unless something dramatically changes, there's one, I believe, one more debate. And it's going to appear on Channel 10. But Magazina, they're trying everything. And at this point, they're just lying. You know, Seth Magaziner is this this would be so huge, folks, for the state if Alan Fung could turn it around. But let's talk about the race for governor for a moment. Now, over the weekend, there was a get out the vote rally. They had labor secretary in town, Marty Walsh, former mayor of Boston. So they have a big gathering. 
at Roger Williams Park, and it's it's all the union people, by the way, and they all kick it off, and they're running the show. And some of the things in, that were just uttered, that are just you know ludicrous, that were put out there. Um, again, you know they 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 kick off the whole thing. Of course, who kicks off? You know the whole day deal. There's George Nee, and there's Marty Walsh, and there's Governor McKee, and Senator Reed, and Speaker Sakachi, and James Diosa, the mayor of a former mayor of Central Falls running for treasurer shouldn't be there. There's Seth Magaziner in the front row, was Magaziner, Secretary Walsh, and also Governor McKee. Governor McKee tells the crowd, we've got a MAGA denier running for governor of Rhode Island. That is a complete lie. That is completely fabricated. There's Michael Sabatoni, of course, laborers behind him. That is a complete... Governor McKee to stand up that. How come that hasn't come out on a debate stage? Show us some evidence of that. A MAGA denier. Ashley Kalis may be many things. But we haven't heard about anything that she is in any way a tr- even a Trump supporter or and or an election, quote, election denier. So they are in full panic. Magaziner, you know, praising these union people being paid to go out. You're the reason Rhode Island's a great place to live. Let's get out. Let's vote. Sabatoni calls the Democrat Party our home team. What it really is is the team that they can manipulate. Now, there was also a member of the media there who I know and who I like. But there was supposed to be that they were going to give an award for the, the Boys and Girls Club or the Big Brothers, excuse me, Big Brothers, Big Sisters. Instead, they turned it into, oh, by the way, we'll give you the award, but we also want you here as we're going to, um, we're going to, ha- it's good to have you here as we're, <clears throat> we're, um, we're doing the big uh, union rally, and we want to have you in the photo for that. The for everything that was put out, all hands on deck. We gotta get out there. We gotta pull this thing for Governor McKee. Now, folks, I'll tell you what's going on. There's too much time left on the calendar, and what I mean by that is they know there's trouble. They know that there is trouble, and they also know. That the clock is ticking. It's too late to try to change message. And the Democrat Party's in trouble. I'll tell you what else is going on with Governor McKee. I think there's a possibility. Now, this is a big week for the Kalis campaign, the next two weeks, but especially this week. Because what I'm starting to hear from people, Ashley Kalis, the Republican running against Governor Dan McKee for governor, she's having an event. She's having an event. And that's going to be Tuesday night in CD1, where she needs to gain some ground. But she's calling it People Over Party Rally in Pawtucket. And what you're starting to, I'm starting to hear, there's a number of Democrats all over the state, but specifically in North Providence, in other parts of what we call CD1, and they are deciding that Governor McKee and the Democrat Party, they're too far left. They're liberal policies. They're being dragged left. They're being influenced by, in fact, the progressives. And there's a push now where there's a very good chance. I'll tell you what, people people are fed up. You want reasons not to vote for Dan McKee? How about soft on crime? Do you know drunk driving, the drunk driving numbers in Rhode Island? I think they've tripled tripled under Governor McKee. And I think if Ashley Kalis did a high-profile press conference had some parents of teenagers that were killed in Rhode Island due to drunk drivers, and the McKee administration has done nothing to change the drunk driving laws, I think it could be effective. But I'll tell you what I see taking shape right now is people are so fed up with the cronyism and the insider deals I think by now people realize Governor McKee, he's not running to represent you. He's not running to represent me. He's running sickly, simply for the interests, the special interest, and for the far left progressives of the party. I think this could set the stage. Do people, are people in love with Ashley Kalis? No.
Is she the perfect candidate? No. But what I'm hearing from people is a vote for Kalis could be the ultimate, <clears throat> hear me out now, blank you to Governor McKee and the Democrat Party and all the cronyism in the insider deals. I'm starting to hear it more and more. People are fed up. They're sick of the insider deals. They're tired of the cronyism. And Governor McKee, that's what he's all about. I mean, he is 100% on board with all the insider deals and all the cronyism, as we know. FBI probe giving $3,000 bonuses to all those state workers. Judges with lifetime appointments on the bench getting a $3,000 retention bonus. I mean, people are starting to say no to Biden. Let's face it, Governor McKee is, what did he say about Biden? Best president Rhode Island's ever had. Dan McKee said President Biden is the best president Rhode Island's ever had. How many people truly think that way? Right now, the amount of people is starting to question across the country, the Democrat their any momentum they had has shifted the democrat campaigns across the country are collapsing they thought it was going to be all about abortion they thought it would be all about threats against democracy you know what people are complaining complaining about people are concerned about is how much it costs when you go into the market and you want to buy bacon and eggs how much is it for milk price of gas groceries everything outrageously expensive no end in sight that's the things those are the things that people are concerned about and governor mckee he has no plan governor mckee is on board hey he said it himself greatest president rhode island's ever had president biden greatest president rhode island's ever had that's who he is that's what how he sees the race folks i i don't know anyone that thinks that way but there's a real opportunity. I'm hearing people saying that basically a vote for Kalis against McKee is almost a way to say, blank you to the system. Table for one salute to all the insider deals, the corruption, the cronyism, the contracts going out, all these people getting making all this money off your hard-earned tax dollars. They're not improving the state state is headed in the wrong direction they have abandoned the private sector it's all now about serving the special interests it's all about appeasing the unions it's all about giving special deals to the insiders people don't see the education improving they don't see jobs coming in they see things getting more and more expensive and that's where i think Ashley Kalis actually has an opportunity here for the protest vote. For people that say, you know what? You don't like the way things are going. Give me a shot. How bad could she screw? And, and seriously, how bad could she screw it up? I don't know if she could. Because the path we are going down, the McKee, Matos, that, that ticket is not a ticket for success for Rhode Island. It is essentially a recipe for failure. A recipe for high cost of living, for progressive policies that are not the policies Rhode Islanders want. That's how I see it going. All right. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. This is the perfect time of year to have some paving done for your home, residential, commercial, seal coating, and patios. Make it letter J, J. Perry Paving. They provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Call them today for a free estimate, 401 732 1730 the next couple of months get your driveway prepared for winter time call j perry paving today for a free quote 401 732 1730 licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting their clients needs no matter how big or how small whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed called j perry paving today affordable smooth safe to drive on aesthetically appealing remember even asphalt can be recycled reused call them for a free quote letter j j perry paving look for them on facebook and call 401-732-1730 remember no one's better to veterans than j perry paving call them today 401-732-1730 high quality 
fair pricing, exceptional service, free estimate, J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. Folks, you are listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Joining right now, she is an independent columnist, opinion maker. It's one of my siblings. It is Donna Perry. And DJ, I want to just start off and get your thoughts on, by all accounts, the headlines. Uh, Democrats fear the midterm map is slipping away. I mean, by by all accounts, um, and this is, you know, I believe a lot of Republicans don't trust the pollsters and so forth, but it, it seems almost unmistakable. We are two weeks out from from this midterm election, and boy, things really seem to be breaking the way of the Republicans and I, I think we could be once again looking just unprecedented loss uh, with the Democrats, and it even looks like the the Senate is in play. Yes, and uh, great to be with you, John. Um, you know, you you couldn't have scripted this perfect uh, any better. If if you're a Republican uh, candidate, if you're um, the consultants, I mean, they they're really now seems. Um, and you can point to a lot of mistakes the Democrats have made. I would argue, John, on just message their big thing is message and this president i would argue be at the top of a long list of mistakes that have been going on and there's no question when you look at these most before you get in the nitty-gritty of these individual races and boy john you are seeing republicans coming on strong that they may win races that we've been years since you have seen a republican you know you know we'll talk about it you know the governorship of new york I mean, that guy, Zeldin's coming on. There's all kinds of uh, blue states that now look, things could go either way. But if you look at these most uh, recent, like the big ABC poll a couple of days ago, it's really back to the economy, inflation, and crime. That's right. And if you go through the summer, John, like let's, when you talk about messaging, I feel like what we heard from the Democrats, a lot of it was abortion. And yep. save our democracy. Exactly. I, John, yes. I don't hear the average person talking no. about these. In, in the environment. They, they think yeah. those are and climate issues. Climate, yes. We're, climate, John, is not even making a ranking in these polls. No. So, no. you know, when you see these are just overall voter sentiment. By the way, the reason I think the Republicans are going to do extremely well is this brings in independence. They they people care about first and foremost, you know, I can't afford my monthly bills. Um, You know, the the never ending spiral with gas, uh, though Biden's tried to pull it down a few gimmicks and they're using the, the strategic reserve, which is a separate problem. That's not actually supposed to be just used this way. They're losing on that, and and we've talked about the grocery store, which is why it's like the oldest story in the world in politics. That's the first thing people know about. That's right. And you can have any level of an education. You understand what it just costs you to buy, you know, your weekly uh, grocery bill. So I think it's like 36% to 24%. Like, who would you trust better to fix the economy when you see that, and it's 36% saying the Republicans, 24% Dems, same question on crime. Very important. 35% Republicans will fix the crime problem better, 22%. The, I, I like polls like that, John, yes. because you know what I mean? They're so simple. It's direct. It, it actually would involve the answer of a less politically involved person. And that, to me, is a better reading of what's going to happen at the polls. So, Donna Perry, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker Pelosi, was on uh, one of the Sunday shows, I think CBS Face the Nation, but was saying, you know, well, we need to do better with our messaging. You tell (laughs) me. I mean, we're two weeks out. I I think the horse has left the barn and the the momentum. Granted, if you want to say after the Supreme Court, there was maybe the momentum shifting that way. But. I, I think you said it exactly. A weak president, economy that's not getting better. By the way, they're. They're keeping Biden like under wraps. You don't see him going out anywhere. No. I, I think now it's just a matter of I think. Can you imagine their internal polls and what they may be seeing in the Democrat Party? Of This right. could be just a complete, as you say, complete shellacking. And all momentum right now seems to be with the Republican Party. 
Yeah. And, and as you say, during the summer months, I think only Democratic consultants and, and Biden's, you know, White House inner circle, they kept talking about, oh, now all these wins. I, the public doesn't see it, John. First, no, they, no. A lot of that, you know, things that, oh, I'm going to dribble money out into the economy through these massive, you know, legislative bills. They take 30 months to get through. That, that doesn't mean anything to how people no. feel right now. Um, and so, again, you know, what are what were they talking about? And too, by the way, too much talking by their side about Trump. He's yes. not he's not on the ballot. No, uh, but let's know? face it. They put a lot into. Come on. The J6 commission. And I even wonder right. about this business of the they want to subpoena him. I, I think this is once again, they have been on this mission, Donna Perry, that dragging him in, make him the referendum. On, on the midterms on the end, but it, it just, let's face it, it just hasn't panned out. People don't see it that way. And they see no nope. president, as we said, and what you're, t- what, and this is so important for people to understand. You have two different sets of, you know, groups of people. One is the Democrat people of the party has been saying the most important things in the country are abortion, climate change, and, and also save uh, our democracy. democracy. <laughs> On the other side, you have people saying, you know. well, we see it as the problems of crime, and the cost of things and just the direction the country is going. This is going to be a referendum on which party more people agree with. Absolutely. And again, when you talk about um, what I was starting to say, John, the reason they're now possibly in trouble in big blue states where you have major cities, it is crime. You know, if you're an independent voter and, you you know, you're not uh, far right, but you're kind of independent and you're trying to work in in Manhattan and you live wherever you live, maybe in the region. Do you want to get on that subway? I mean, did these trains? I mean, look, it is not a small issue. uh, And I know uh, I have uh, you have children who are young professionals in that city. And you think about that probably every day and every night. Like, yeah. You know, it, it's a wonderful place. Uh, we all lived there a long time ago. But look, it's a real tangible problem. And right. and it, again, blue state. But the, some of these Republicans are really coming on. AOC is having trouble. At, at, well, she's having people argue with her and something she's not used to in some of her you know, public town halls. Uh, and again, I was just mentioning even at the governor level. I mean, Lee Zeldin. He could become, he could yes. do this because yeah. Kathy Hochul is talking in circles. Yeah. She was another one, democracy. But John, no one is caring about that when they're like, you know what? That guy just grabbed my purse and pushed someone in front sure. of the train. Yeah. And milk is $5 so, a gallon. Yeah. So, Donna Perry, also, just your thought on Washington Post had a, I thought, a pretty good synopsis. I sent it to you regarding the first two years of the Biden presidency. Yes. And something that just jumped out at me is just, you know, it, listen, it was a mistake from the get go to bring Harrison as VP. And uh, something they mentioned in, in the article mm. is just, you know, her and her camp always concerned about optics. Something is, you know, the Biden people want to send her out when the baby formula is arriving. But then Harris saying, no, no, no. You know, I don't want to be tagged in with that controversy. I, I you know, as much as the, the he came out of the box and maybe had a good first maybe eight months, but let's face it, ever, ever since then, yeah. ever since Afghanistan, they have been on the defensive and it's been going the wrong way. And I don't, I don't, you t- I don't see this as an administration that's going to turn it around. No. And, and I, that Washington post, um, you know, article is, is really fascinating. And they, they pulled yeah. up some new stuff about yes. how this has really gone also that he privately gets very angry and very defensive, you know, with mm. the staff, Yeah. When you start with Afghanistan and you're right. And I think what they're pointing out is Harris is the opposite of an advantage VP. You know, people, John, they put these people on a ticket because they think, you know, they'll round out the ticket. You know, they and she does nothing, by the way, to sort of soften his awkward edges, if you will. Um, And I think that baby formula anecdote, the story on that maybe and people didn't know that. I would put it this way with her staff. If she does, if she has a sort of an attitude issue, I think, and she doesn't want to get her hands dirty, it seems. And a lot of these larger issues, you know, they she made it such an issue about going to the border to the point where 
It's like she doesn't really want to handle that issue. The baby formula thing, it's like they thought the optics, oh, she would look, I guess, attached to the supply chain baby formula problem. But JD, I would argue this way, like, how do you project to the public, to the American public, that you would be positioned to be a commander in chief if you can't quote like get your hands dirty with That's these right. issues. Yes, I don't see how that projects she would ever be fit to be a top leader. You can't walk away from tough issues and and crises. So uh, I mean, I just think on top of his problems, he has this very you know um, attitude issue, vice president. <laughs> so that's right. You know, um, good way to say it. And it could be, we'll see what he decides with 24, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him remove the ticket. Folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. Propane Plus in Rhode Island for all your propane needs. Call them 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, you can reach them at 508-252-3359. Propane, heating and cooling, it's Propane Plus. Their team's been there three generations. They're available 24-7 for service and delivery, and they plan on serving you for a long time to come. They offer online billing, ability to schedule a service delivery at the click of a button, and remember, all customers receive a free safety inspection on their equipment. It's Propane Plus, and remember with Propane, it's affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, and now it's renewable. Call Propane Plus today at 401 401- 885-4209. In Massachusetts, call them at 508-252-3359. They're very easy to navigate website. It's propaneplus.com. Propane Plus. Call them 401-885-4209. We're speaking with independent columnist, opinion maker Donna Perry. DJ, um, amongst the governor races, obviously the one in Arizona is really, obviously, uh, is really interesting. Rhode Island has one. The New York one, he has pulled ahead of her in the polls. But let's talk about Massachusetts. I saw that, you know, they had their, quote, final debate. Uh, the Boston Globe offered their, uh, the, the, you know, gave the endorsement uh, to Maura Healy. And, and in course, some ways, yep. it was almost kind of insulting in a way, like almost insinuating that Deal was just setting himself up to either be a talk host or run some big pack. But I, I did catch the press release on Friday when now Deal saying he wants, you know, is challenging her to another debate because that's what you do when you're behind. I, I think just one of the problems I have with this is they started from behind. Yeah. They have remained behind. I, I know that some of their opponents want to suggest this, that this truly is a race, but I, I almost... You know, and I, I like the deal people, and I, I've had Jeff on the program a number of different times, but it begins and ends with the moment you decided that you were going to run with this endorsement from Trump, it, it was basically over. And I know that what I don't understand, you you know, the, the of course, like his base and supporters, yeah. they to me, them, it means a lot. But but what do we talk like? Are you what do you think? Charlie Baker didn't know what he was doing. I mean, right. I, I, I it's. It's going to be too bad, and I don't see how they turn it around, that type of gap. But at the same time, it's like talk about it, just another poorly executed plan based on where the voters are. Yeah. And you know what's so disappointing to me as a Republican in Massachusetts, John? Look at what we're talking about. You have Republicans who could win in major yes. blue states if you framed the case. Yeah. And um and I do say the contrast with Elise Eldon. He's taking the fight to her. That's he is right. saying you've got the wrong policies. And boy, that's a tough liberal state uh to do that, but but he's bringing it forward and they always say in the case of deal what's so disappointing, they say politics is really the art of, you know, math and addition, John. As you just said very well. You're, you need to add people. You don't need to keep talking to the people who are already voting for you. Yeah. So when you have the Trump base in the state, he, he I would argue, Massachusetts, when you've had a Baker, moderate Republican, you know, I don't get it. I don't know where those relationships are. There was no building on that. Um, I think there are issues you could really take to Healy and say, why not say, well, you're going to be a Biden clone. Gee, that seems right. to be working out really well. Yes. You know, where, where, but he has not taken it to her. You don't see, I'm um, throwing a press conference together. John, we know how the 
daily day-to-day media works in the TVs. They're always looking for, you know, like where, where are these, you know, moments? And he's not taking it to her and said, no, no, you, you're, this is not a coronation. You are not necessarily the best person for Massachusetts. Um, and I would say, John, she also, I'll just a quick uh, reference here. I mean, she has a record of actually being like very, very anti-private sector. She has sued more corporations. She has a mm. track record on that. Well, right now, coming out of the pandemic, the city of Boston is having a problem. Very notable major companies, because they don't want to have the big footprint. You're, you're going to have a lot of empty buildings in the downtown of the city. That's not step going forward for, for Boston. And, you know, I just think he could have made more of her record of really being anti-business. And I, I think it's a sensitive point right now, and I don't see him doing that. I also, and I, I say this as a supporter, you know, but you got to decide, do you, do you want to just get cheers at a rally or are you really talking about winning this thing? Let's talk about, you know, Glenn Youngkin. He took the endorsement, right. President Trump offered endorsement, but they, they had their hands up like, you're not coming to do a rally. That's not going to help us. We'll, we'll let you know if we need your help. He won. You have, you know, Baker yes. never embraced it, but look at. You know, our friend Cranston Mayor Alan Fung, he absolutely he said, you know, Baker did a fundraiser for him. There's Steve's Calise. They're coming into Boston. They're going to do another high, high level fundraiser for him. Uh, he has said that Baker is kind of his political idol. Uh, it, if he had wanted to early on, he could have jumped in on the, the Trump bandwagon. But but what are we talking about? Are you talking about you want to get applause one night for a few yep. minutes at a rally? Or are we talking about winning elections? And so. I thought from the get-go, even having even after the raid and having the president do the the phone calls with whatever they're doing, the tele rally and everything, it just I, I I understand that gets a couple of people, you know, a small the people yeah. that should be with you any excited, but but again, I come back to what what are we really trying to do here? You yeah, know, and are you trying to win? And and truthfully, John, it would be different if Deal was running, uh, you know, if that had popped up during Trump's midterm cycle. Yeah. OK, then that yes. would have been different. He was still hot. The, the people were saying, oh, they're just going after him. I would just like to add in Alan Fung, boy, is on the national map that a great piece in the yep. Wall Street Journal. That's you right. can't you couldn't have paid for that to come out better, in my humble opinion. I mean, yep. it just really laid it out. It just showed, I loved some of the, you know, the imagery at the Wall Street Journal, their writers are so great. It said, as he sipped, you know, a pumpkin cold brew in the Garden yeah. City. John, but it's so him. He's, yes. so, you know what he is? He's authentic. Yeah. Uh, and Magaziner just remotely doesn't have his skills and hit and the embrace of the public. And they um, are scrambling. I mean, Marty Walsh came in. They have all the union oh, bosses. Big deal. Up. Yeah. Uh, there's one debate left. But right now, for Fung to be sitting in the situation he's in, and all they keep doing is throwing together these lies and these other vicious commercials that all keeps talking about. He's one of the Trump guys, extremists. And the fact of the matter is, you know, anyone in Rhode Island knows it's it's falling short. Alan Fung, Maybe one many things, but he's not an extremist. No, and John, the, those commercials are—they're almost embarrassingly foolish. Yes, it, no one—it's—it's it, it's almost like magaziners people. They always get national people. They almost didn't understand who they were no. going up against. Uh, no. When he says, "You know, I'm proud to be a moderate," uh, I and and that was an example for Deal, and, and he's winning by being his. His like taking that model of the Baker model. Right. I mean, you know, you have to understand these states and the districts you're in. I think it's very exciting. I mean, he could end up putting on the map. John, that was the Claudine Schneider Republican seat, you know. It is. That's amazing. And what would be huge about this, Donna Perry, is just, you know, Kevin McCarthy's vested in the race. As I said, Scalise is going to come in to do a fundraiser. I, I am already hearing that if he can pull this off, of course, be the only Republican uh, yep. con- congressperson in New England, plus Asian-American. It, this, like, I'm already hearing, don't be surprised, he delivers the Republican response to the president's wow, state. Wow, imagine. That high yeah. level of how yeah. they are investing. Now, Donna Perry, talking about the media, though, I did want to get your thought that and, and we had talked about it at the time. But here it is. You have a sitting senator, uh, Tom Cotton, and publishes a piece in The New York Times. And 
and Bennett and what he went through. And he has finally, you know, issued a response that that is absolutely rotten what they did to that to that guy. Uh, and that's supposed to, you know, the paper of record and so forth. But it, it really illustrates, I think, the power of number one, the wokeness inside the times. But then that, you know, their their subscriber base, they were objecting to it. This was an alternative view, a sitting yep. uh, senator saying, if this keeps up, we should consider, you know, taking more drastic action. So that that is a real um, I, I, I think in some ways that that was just such a shameful moment for the times. Yeah. And, and I have said this before. Unfortunately, John, they, they are allowing activists to really not journalists to not only operate in that newsroom and they seem to have enough pressure on the higher ups. Um, although then you have a very, very liberal publisher um, and he's the descendant of, you know, um, that, that big family, but yep. like to have a guy of the talent and the seasoning of a Bennett as a big New York times editor, like hounded out and they've John, they've, he was one of, and uh, the name is escaping me, that other woman who they hounded out. Barry Weiss, who, you know, and by the way, she talked about that. I mean, she's Jewish and she talked about the anti-Semitism, very open uh, insults that Mm. were going on in the New York Times, um, you know, in their newsroom and and through, you know, comments on an inside chat room they do or something like that. I mean, they these people are have been chased out. And I think it's very, very um, problematic. And it is this woke culture that's now out of control. Tom Cotton is a sitting U.S. senator, um, and and he may be a conservative, but he's not viewed as a wacko, and he has very measured, you know, principles. You can disagree, but to say we've reached the point, and this is the problem with this, you know, the wokeism, John, they want everything invisible. It's like it's offending them to see it published on their pages. That's right. You know, grow up. I yeah. mean, well, what is happening? You're, you know, you're supposed to be this major newspaper. So um, a lot of that is, but all of that is also, you know, people are becoming more aware of, of this over out of control, progressive wokeism movement where yes. an, any other opinion is just not allowed. No. Folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. The Coincid in. 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick, Rhode Island tradition since 1977. Delicious food, great atmosphere, whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge. They can also accommodate large groups. A great meal, a feast is waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. Stop it and see them all year round. 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. They're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. Speak with independent columnist, opinion maker, it's Donna Perry. DJ, uh, two other quick stories. One I want to ask you about, and, and I think, you know, part of this, I, I would think it's, I think it's very unfair that anyone now, you know, we, there's a story that a lot of people that normally work part of the election process don't want anything to do with it. There's more of a focus on it. Mm-hmm. But I, at the same time, I, I think it's very unfair that anyone that questions mail ballots, how is it being tabulated, whether or not this is happening that immediately is deemed yes an election denier yeah that's the new term yeah the election denier kind of fits in that this is what the results are going to be and you're going to have to take it let's face it for years now in different you know pockets around the country there have been notorious and very questionable votes that were taken i i understand that there are some people that are very extreme in thinking that it was the machines and they were you know, flipping if it was a Biden vote, a, tr- a Trump vote, it became a Biden vote. But at the same time, I, I am, you know, people will ask me, do you think the election was legitimate? And I come back and say, there's a lot of different answers to that question. That the, the element of as long as you keep having the early voting in the mail ballots, it, it can raise some real valid concerns of people Absolutely. being able to vote twice and the the whole thing with the campaigns and the ballot harvesting. Absolutely. And I think this term that, again, the media just adopts it. And, yes. and this is just it's it's like to make it a dirty word. It's like a toxic image and you don't want it attached to you if you're a political figure. And, John, let's face it, it is 
you know, it's laughable over these couple of years when CNN and Anderson Cooper and they sit there and, you know, it's like, have, did you ever understand about small states or big states? And it's like as if there's never been cheating in election. Right. It's like Anderson Cooper, how old are you? I mean, my goodness, um, you know, and so th- this is just to silence any legitimate questioning yes. when ballots uh, come up wrong and, and you have to go after things. I mean, over the years, look at like a Ken Block who did a great job. He's, yes. He used to do the research. He was not an election denier. You know, he was he was showing where there was questionable activity. It has gone on for years. Yep. And un- unfortunately, and then you have these younger, very, you know, sort of progressive, fanatical people who are entering journalism. And so they don't even seem to know better. It's like, oh, my goodness. You don't think he's ever been cheating in elections? Well, the- and it, as <laughs> Justin Katz said one time, and I do the segment with him, Politics This Week, he said they almost act like it'd be well, like, what would be the incentive for, for cheating? Like, come on, there's obvious incentives. Know, right? It's one person gets elected and they're in power and everyone gets jobs and the other person is not. So if they take the position of like, gee, why would anyone want to do that? I mean, that's, that's just preposterous to begin with. And Donna Perry, I want to leave it with, yeah. I think the Boston Globe is a very talented writer. Uh, anytime I see a headline, I can tell that it's, it's her. She was, wrote another piece that is very funny about she thinks that Duncan, when they tried to change their rewards program, they should almost be treated as like a public utility, Duncan. Uh, <laughs> and never mind, they changed the name. But uh, but Beth Tadell is um, she is so talented. I've had her on the program before, but she just wrote a great piece about this whole business of turning on the heat before Halloween. Yeah. And it, right. um, in other parts of the country, they may not get it, but it so sums up the feeling in New England. Right. Well, it, you're right. Like it, it's kind of a like it's a contest and saying, well, you don't need to put the heat on yet. And and yes. I, I thought that the, the parts of it that I caught was, you know, you're not a true New Englander uh, if you've put the heat on and it's not November yet or whatever. Um, and saying when people were growing up, which I think we can remember, <laughs> put on another sweater. Oh, uh, the, no. <laughs> nothing yeah. wrong with walking around the house in a little jacket. Right. I mean, um, you know, like, and, and that was just to even to keep the heat at more, you know, measurable levels. So, um, yeah, she, she's very, very funny. And it's, it is so New England uh, where people kind of wait to say, well, you know, it's not, not, not that bad. I've had mine on. I know that. <laughs> oh, I think a lot of people, uh, Donna Perry, just to, to finish it out. Uh, this is going to be a very dramatic midterm. And ABC had a poll today mm. during this. I, I may was meet the press, actually, that showed the amount of interest in this midterm is higher than what it was in 10, in 12, in 14, in 16. They're going to mm. send President Obama around over the next two weeks. The, the Democrat Party, this is this is really a turning point. But I, I think the Republicans have just run better races with their messaging on the economy and crime a hundred percent and and yeah. the one you know someone who give him credit old bernie sanders now he's making the rounds again and he's yeah. kind of in a panic and he's saying well you know guys you, you know you have to stop talking about abortion and the kitchen table issues which you know that used to be in, in a way um kind of a, a reliable Oh, the old Democratic Party that was more centrist, John, they would talk about kitchen table issues. That's what people care about. That's exactly what we're saying with these grocery prices and just the price of everything. Um, And then they've gotten way off. And as we you have pointed out very correctly, also in these guys wanted mail ballots and everything. Well, now many people have already voted. So, You know, whatever they think they're going to, there's no one's turning anything around, in my view. Once this pendulum at this late date, and especially with early voting, I, the cake is baked. Um, and I just think the Republicans, um, they may surprise at, at the numbers. And the fact that the U.S. Senate, they're, John, the Dems are very, very nervous. If you've yeah, got the are. U.S. Senate, yeah. which it, you really could see things could go either way. Yes. Um, no, those final tight races and there can be i don't know like even like herschel walker john like there can be almost an exhaustion where people say oh for gosh sakes they accuse the guy of something every five minutes right i don't know there's been a pile there's a pile on that can then um you know boomerang back at the other side yeah it is so 
Folks, again, she is independent columnist, opinion maker. It's Donna Perry. DJ, great job as always. We'll talk to you again. Great to be with you. The next time you have an emergency, head straight to AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122 in Johnston, or East Greenwich 5750 Post Road. AtMed Urgent Care. Urgent health care facility providing comprehensive outpatient health care to individuals, families specializing in ambulatory medicine diagnostic treatment service at med urgent care they provide immunization school sports physicals they're a cost-efficient health care alternative to hospital-based emergencies they're open seven days a week walk-in routine urgent care minor surgical orthopedic and trauma work-related injuries physical exams drug testing full laboratory services and with AtMed Urgent Care, they offer mononuclear antibody infusions. You, someone in your family suffering from COVID, you want to go straight to AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, Johnston, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122, or East Greenwich, 5750 Post Road, online at atmedurgentcare.net. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks, on this Monday, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Well, let's look at the calendar. This is exciting because Election Day. Now, today is Monday. It is October 24th. By the way, that was, a, uh, whew, that was an ugly performance by Tom Brady. I actually watched some of that game yesterday. They couldn't they cannot get in the end zone. They just can't score a touchdown. Some of it's not his fault. Some drop passes that team, they are just not connected. The guy seems totally miserable. I don't get it. But let's just um look at the calendar. You have this week, you have next week. Next Tuesday is November 1st and then the following Tuesday is November 8th. So 2 weeks to go to the election. Now there's one race that I also um hasn't gotten the attention it should. I want to give credit. Some people have written about this and one of the media outlets that has written about it has been the the Boston Globe. And the race that I'm talking about is the race for general treasurer. And this this uh the the title of the story did former mayor James Dios extensive travel boost Central Falls. This guy should not be elected general treasurer. He's the nominee Democrat state treasurer. He was the mayor of Central Falls, um and whole, as mayor he went on trips to Taiwan, Taiwan mainland China, England, Mexico, Colombia, East Timor, Malaysia, Israel. He also traveled domestically, Michigan. Baltimore, San Francisco, Omaha, Miami, Tampa, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Houston, several times each to New York and D.C. They were supposedly for conferences, speeches, blah, blah, blah. Third-party groups paid for 26 trips over the years. Central Falls paid for a dozen or so. Some trips, portion of the international, funded by a combination third-party and city funds, he initially uh, denied that any of his travel was paid for by the city. That has proven not to be true. Rhode Island politicians are allowed to travel on the dime of third parties. Not uncommon that they go on trips, events like a mayoral conference funded by the public. But he has traveled more often farther away than leaders from nearby size cities in Rhode Island. And as he runs for state-wide office, who benefited from the travel? Diosa, the residents of Central Falls, he, of course, says Central Falls. I don't believe that. He also, I heard him when he was asked about this. He said, you know, I went to Detroit. Well, you know, if you were just going to Detroit, who then came out of bankruptcy, that would be one thing. But the fact of the matter is, folks, we, you, you know, we know that this isn't about that. This, this is complete abuse. It's complete abuse. And this is someone, if you're willing to take all the perks when you're the mayor and go on all these free trips, then what is he going to do as, as the general treasurer? Where suddenly you're literally handling billions of dollars. So he even uh, says that he's saying, oh, somebody reported I went on a trip to Dubai when instead it was just a layover. Well, where are you traveling that there's actually a layover in Dubai? 
So, and I don't know how that came out other than perhaps it was a layover and he got out and still was there and spent some kind of money. Uh, but but the, the, his, his disclosure re- um, reveals, according to Common Cause, an unusual amount of travel, particularly foreign travel paid by foreign governments in their boosters for someone who's the mayor of one square mile. All those trips, now, that is someone who's taking it for the perks. Now, I also, I want to also, again, the state treasurer oversees a $10 billion pension fund. You know what type of perks you can get in that? That is, hey, we're, let's come to New York. You get to go see the Yankees. We'll be in a luxury box. Hey, do you want to go to the World Series? Hey, do you want to go to the Super Bowl? Uh, why don't you come in here? And and also, though, some of these trips, for instance, the city listed five nights. He was in Miami Beach, and the city paid 1400 So some of it should have come out of him. But instead, um, it was the city of Central Falls that paid it. He also went to England, celebrate the 25th anniversary of the Blackstone Valley. <laughs> the city reimbursed him 1100 for a flight that he put on his personal credit card. Blackstone Valley picked up 465 for lodging. He traveled to Taiwan twice. Uh, one was a national holiday celebration. The other attended a gift ceremony for dragon boats. I think one of those, Lieutenant Governor McKee, was on. Uh, he also went to Colombia, apparently. See those countries. Israel, three times. Three times to Israel. One trip, 2015, sponsored by the Jewish Alliance of Greater Rhode Island. Another one, American Israel Foundation. For, that cost more than $14,000. That is much more than other trips cost. A third Israel trip was taken independently, as campaign said. I mean, folks, this is a complete joke. So the Malaysia trip, he went to Malaysia, other travel, charter school retreats, San Francisco and Houston, trip to Malaysia, uh, a group called Next City. In all, independent groups spent $53,000 on this Mayor Diosa, 26 international domestic trips, eight years as mayor. Dozen trips were funded by the city. He also, he claimed that none of it was paid for by taxpayers, and that wasn't true. Providence Mayor Jorge Lorza traveled more than Diosa, but had about half as much international travel. Folks, that's the thing. He's not, come on. All right, 22,000 residents, true. But it's one square mile. That is someone who is completely taking advantage and the current mayor has gone on one trip. So, listen, it is what it is. That's what he did. That's what the priority was. Uh, he was there to just cash in on all of the perks of the office, and that's why he did. All right, it's Monday. We're going to talk to Justin Katz, our segment Politics This Week. It's all ahead on the John DePietro Show. <laughs>